In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. One of the things that we clergy people often get asked to talk about as we are discerning for ordination, and sometimes even after, is how we first knew or when we first knew we were called to a specific order of ministry. For some, there is this great epiphany moment when they realize God is calling them. But for others, like me, it is a slow and quiet process that kind of happens in the background and then creeps up on you. Regardless, though, in my experience, and you can ask the other ordained people in this room for their own opinion, but it is something that is really hard for me to talk about in an articulate and meaningful way. Because I think the church, and I am most certainly guilty of this, we tend to throw the word call around often, but it can be an idea that is hard to fully explain and wrap our heads and our hearts around. For some, like Isaiah and Paul and our psalmist today and John the Baptist, discerning and talking about God's call seems easy. Isaiah talks about how God called him before he was born. He says that while he was still in his mother's womb, God formed him into who God needed him to be and then named him. The psalmist talks of God lifting him out of the desolate pit and putting a new song in his mouth. Paul talks about being called as an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God. And John the Baptist speaks of being sent to baptize with water. But for us, everyday clergy folk and lay folk, determining just how God is calling us and the work to which we are called can be a challenge, especially because it's something that we have to keep asking ourselves every single day. What does it mean to be called how do we know that it is God calling us? What does it look like, feel like, sound like, smell like, taste like to be called? In his uh, book, The Theological Implications of Climate Control, which is a great book and not near as boring as it sounds, the author, Brian Erickson, writes a poem for the beginning of each liturgical season. And his poem for the season after Epiphany is particularly relevant, I think, in answering these questions that we have about what it means to be called. He writes, inside our skin, the heartbeat of a stranger pulses with a life we cannot control. We hear the rhythm calling us down a new road, calling us into the story yet unwritten speaking our names in an unknown tongue. We hunger for answers. We hunger for definition. We hunger to be known. This is the only path we can take, the path that leads to self, the path that leads to God. Erickson, in his poem, seems to be suggesting that one of the ways we can answer the questions we have about how we are being called by God is by actually looking to our true selves. 
looking within our bodies, which were formed and shaped and molded by God in our mother's wombs, looking within ourselves and listening to the heart of God that is beating at the very core of our being, beckoning us into deeper relationship with God. And our reading this morning, which details the call of a couple of our disciples, almost seems to suggest something similar. While in other Gospels, and even just later in this Gospel, Jesus says, follow me to people, and they follow him. Here, we have these two disciples who hear their leader, John, proclaim Jesus as the Lamb of God. So they just start to follow him without an invitation. Jesus then turns around and asks a very simple yet profound question. What are you looking for? What are you looking for? And for those of us who are in this new year and in this season after Epiphany, trying to discover our own calls, trying to figure out how to live and what to do with this light and this life that has been born once again into our hearts, and into our lives, Jesus' question is a really significant one because it points to the heart of how we as Christians can begin to determine and discern how God is calling us. Just as Jesus asked the disciples what they were looking for, so too can we ask ourselves the same simple question. What am I looking for? What am I looking for deep in my soul? What answers and definitions am I hungering for? And how can I honor my own hunger to be known and to belong? Because the truth is, if we can allow ourselves to sink deep enough into who we really are, if we allow ourselves to be still enough or free enough or silent enough or loud enough, or just our own broken selves enough to answer Jesus' question honestly. What are you looking for? What are you really looking for? The pulse of the love of God beating at the center of our lives might just be revealed, and its rhythm might beckon us down a new and unwritten and holy road. As we name what we are really looking for, whether it's belonging or love or forgiveness or grace, whether it's life or companionship or joy or hope, as we name those things, attentive to the needs and heartaches and despairs that we carry, we, like the psalmist, might find that God is lifting us out of the desolate pit of despair, out of the mire of need, out of the clay of heartache, and setting us upon a high cliff with our footing sure and a new song of praise on our mouths. As we, like the Magi, search diligently, as we search diligently for the answers to the deep hungers of our souls, we too might stumble upon Christ, the Lamb of God, who beckons us to come and see and abide with God, who is continually revealing God's self in all that is good and all that is holy and all that is beautiful, 
in this world. So what are you really looking for today? Abide with that question and allow the rhythm of the heartbeat of the love of Christ beating within you to call you down a new road, a road paved with healing and wholeness, grace and forgiveness, a road that leads to you and also to the God who abides with you and in you always. Come and see this new thing that is taking place. Come and see and abide with this light that is being made manifest, this light that is shining into the darkness. Come and see and abide with this Emmanuel, this God with us, who meets us and calls us out of the deepest longings of our hearts. Amen.